Annika received a letter where someone asked her out. The letter was sweet, but it wasn't signed, so she didn't know who it、uh -oh. was. She was guessing three guys. All of them were her college friends. Who do you think asked Annika out? Look at this sign at the end of the letter. This guy has the exact same tattoo, so I bet that the letter is from him. An office was robbed, and police arrived for an investigation. The money was stolen from a drawer, but there was no trace of breaking in. The lock was fine, and the windows were all locked. Look around and try to guess how the robber broke in. Look at the ventilation gate. It's slightly open. The robber must have used this way to get into the office and get out. A police officer was following a robber around the city. Suddenly, the robber entered the hospital and disappeared. When the police officer entered the building, there were three workers. One of them must be the robber who dressed up to pretend to be a doctor. Can you tell who? It's the man in the middle. Look at his badge. There's a picture of a woman on it. He must have put on the first pair of clothes he noticed. At daylight, someone painted a wall of a museum, and the police were looking for the person who did it just an hour after it happened. They were roaming the streets of their little town, and they found three suspects. Adam said that he'd been at work and just returned. Carter said that he'd been busy painting his fence. Blake said that she'd been walking her dog and didn't know anything about what had happened. Who is guilty? It's Carter. He has paint on his hands, and it indeed goes in line with his alibi that he was painting the fence. But his fence is red, and the paint on his hands is blue, just like the painting on the museum's wall. Mrs. Roberts, a math teacher, returned to the classroom after visiting a principal's office and took a sip of her coffee. She had to spit it out immediately because instead of coffee, there was blue ink inside. Can you tell which student pranked her? It's this one. Look at his hand. It has ink stains on it. Mrs. Taylor works in a selection committee of a big organization specialized in sustainable and green development. There is an open position for a researcher, and she's looking through the applicants. Many of them are fake, either sent by underqualified people or generated by robots. Her task is to filter out real applicants, and she needs your help. Let's start with this one. What do you think? Is it a real application? No, it doesn't seem so. This girl was born in 2003, so she's 19 years old. She's way too young to have a PhD. She must be lying. Okay, here's another one. What do you say? This seems to be another fake. Look at his birthday. There was no February 29th in 1991. This application must have been generated by a robot. Okay, then here's the next candidate for you. What's your call?
This young lady seems fun. I'd recommend considering her. Here's another candidate. What do you say? He seems fine to me too. Next one, this candidate. Do you see something suspicious or is it all okay? Of course not. Look at the photo. It's some random photo of a cat. People don't use such pictures in their CVs. It must be a computer-generated fake. Okay, one last candidate to consider. In or out. What do you think? It says that this person is from Narnia. Narnia is a fictional place. It doesn't exist in real life. So this CV must be fake too. A woman called the police and reported that she was robbed. She said that she was in a restaurant bathroom, fixing her makeup when someone attacked her from behind. She couldn't see the person and didn't know what they looked like. The police didn't believe her. Why? The woman was fixing her makeup, so she was looking in the mirror. If someone tried to approach her from the back, she would definitely see the person. So she lied and made up the whole story. Mrs. Cook went on vacation with her three daughters, Kaya, Ruby, and Emma. They were on the beach, and Mrs. Cook had to leave to solve some business issues. The girls stayed, but their mother banned them from going into the water without her supervision. So, they were supposed to read or build sandcastles. When Mrs. Cook returned, she knew that one of her daughters didn't listen to her. Which one? It's Kaya. Look, her hair is wet. This wouldn't happen if she didn't go into the water. There was a robbery in a neighborhood. Someone stole the seeds of rare and beautiful flowers from Mrs. Patterson, which she brought from abroad. The police interrogated several neighbors. Mr. Clark said, I don't work in my garden at all. Mrs. Moore said, Mrs. Patterson showed me these seeds and gave me a couple of them, but I'd never steal anything. Mr. Campbell said, I'd mind my own business. Who stole the seeds? It was Mr. Clark. He said that he didn't take care of his garden, but his garden looks way too nice to be abandoned. In a parallel universe, it's only allowed to have fun and eat candy. No one ever reads or studies. Mrs. Rellum came back home after a long and fun day at a club and asked her daughters what they'd been doing. Hannah said that she'd been watching TV all day. Elle said that she'd spent a day in the water park. Ava said that she and her friends had had a candy-eating marathon. Still, Mrs. Rellum could tell that one of her daughters lied and had actually spent all day studying. Who was it? It was Hannah. Look, the TV is unplugged, but there's a book with her in bed. She's definitely been reading it.
On the weekend, Kira and her friends were supposed to celebrate a birthday of a friend online, but Kira didn't feel like it and didn't show up. On Monday, in school, she explained that something had happened and she hadn't had electricity or internet all day. So she'd spent the day in front of the computer writing her midterm paper. Her friends didn't believe her. Why? If there was no electricity, she wouldn't be able to work on her computer because it doesn't work without electricity. I'll keep checking how attentive you are, and here are some more tasks for you. Now I'll show you two apartments and you have to figure out which one of them was robbed. Ready to start? Here's the first pair. What do you say? This apartment has a broken window, so obviously it's this one. Okay, great. Now the next one. Two apartments of two different people. Which one was robbed? This one is way too trash to be a regular mess. I bet it was robbed. Another pair of apartments. Can you see which one someone had broken in? There are dirt stains on the floor. Someone was up here in boots. So I think that's the apartment that was robbed. Okay, we'll keep looking at apartments. But now your task is to say who do you think lives there? What profession does the person have? Let's start out easy. What about this apartment? Paintings, brushes, it definitely belongs to an artist. What about this one? Do you have any ideas? Punching bag, boxing gloves, dumbbells, and some other sports equipment. I'd say there's a boxer living there. Take a closer look here. What are your thoughts? A huge desk, many monitors and keyboards, a microphone, a headset, posters of some video games. I bet it's a room of a gamer or streamer. What about this nice and clean room? Do you see something that could give away the profession of the person who lives there? There's a ballet bar and there are also some tutus in the wardrobe. It's the room of a ballerina. And some more tasks for you. I'll show you some photos and you'll have to find what's wrong or odd about them. Here's the first one. What do you say? There are people on the surface of the moon, but they're not wearing any spacesuits. Another space-related picture. Do you see a mistake? Look closer. It's not the moon, it's Saturn. What about this photo? Do you see something odd here?
Look at the way this guy is eating a banana. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side. A group of tourists arrives at the farm and Marjorie gives them a fun tour. Unfortunately, one of these guests is a thief. Can you guess who? This lady. She's sneaking cash from another person's purse. It's raining heavily all day, so Marjorie stays home alone and fries pancakes in the kitchen. Suddenly, she realizes that she had forgotten to switch off the TV in the living room and goes there. In a minute, Marjorie returns to the kitchen and gets speechless. Why? Can you guess? When Marjorie left the kitchen, one prepared pancake was on the dish. But now it's gone. All the windows are locked. So who did it? Suddenly, Marjorie hears weird sounds from the basement. She goes there and finds the thieves. A family of raccoons broke into her house and sneaked the pancake. Can you count the exact number of animals in the basement? The task was to count the number of all animals. So the correct answer is 7. There are 4 raccoons, 1 cat, and 2 rats. The next day, Marjorie goes into her sunflower field to check how the flowers are doing. Can you spot what's odd here? There's a socket built into the ground. Marjorie goes to Megan's birthday party. One of the guests has the number 2 written on his forehead, and the other has 3. Megan offers everyone a game. All three of you have a number on your forehead. The number on one of your foreheads is the sum of the other numbers. All the numbers are unique. Now, you can't talk to each other. If you guess your number correctly, you won't have to wash dishes. So, can you guess Marjorie's number? It could either be 1 or 5, but if her number was 1, the guy with 3 would see that and guess his own number. Therefore, Marjorie has the number 5 on her forehead. The next day, Marjorie enters the farm's main barn. It's time to plant flowers in larger pots. She takes off her diamond ring to protect it from dirt. Marjorie puts it on the table. The process is almost finished, but suddenly Marjorie's phone rings and she leaves the barn to answer the call. After a while, she comes back and sees that the ring is missing. There are only three people on the farm today, Frank, Nina, and Megan. So Marjorie says, One of you has taken my ring. What were you doing when I left the barn? Frank replies, I was in the bathroom washing pumpkins with Nina. Nina replies, Yes, we were washing the vegetables. And Megan says, I was just taking selfies with pumpkins. Who took the ring? Look at this bird cage. It was opened. The canary bird flew out and took the ring. 
There are three sets of lab equipment on Marjorie's table. Can you sort the odd one out? This one doesn't have a flame. Marjorie throws a harvest festival at her farm. Her friends and co-workers chill all together. Can you spot any zombies among them? This dancer in the bushes doesn't look alive. As evening came, bright stars and a new moon showed up in the sky. Now Marjorie has to choose one of these three tunnels to escape. There's a family of creepy werewolves hanging out inside the first tunnel. The second tunnel is a home for mutant bats. They feed on humans and stay awake 24-7. And there is an unknown monster hiding in the third tunnel. Unknown because no one had ever returned from there alive to tell. Which tunnel is more or less safe to enter? Marjorie should choose the first tunnel. It's a new moon, so the werewolves are not dangerous yet. Julie worked in a Prada store in New York. Everything there was expensive, and most clients paid by credit card. But one day, she got a client who got a purse, a wallet, and a dress. All that cost her $3,990. But the woman decided to pay in cash. Julie refused to sell the items to the client and called the police. Why? tried to use to pay. They are two $2,000 bills, which don't exist. The police of Atlanta were notified that a prisoner had escaped from Chicago and taken the plane to Atlanta. Of course, an officer was sent to the airport to find the prisoner and capture them. The police officer spotted three people who looked similar to the criminal. Take a look at the passengers. Which one should be arrested? The prisoner must be this guy. He's the only one who doesn't have any luggage with him. Probably because he was running away and had none. In a small town, a grand robbery happened. Someone robbed a jewelry store in the local mall. At 6.03 p.m., the lights in the whole mall went off for 8 minutes. When the lights came back on, the most expensive jewelry pieces were missing from the shelves. The police interrogated three main suspects. Jack said... I was picking out a present for my son in an electronics store when the lights went off. I was so confused as anyone else. Fred said, I wasn't even in the mall at the time. I have no idea what you're talking about. And Stacy said, I was in the bathroom fixing my makeup. I didn't even notice the lights went out. Who is the main suspect? It's Stacy. She said that she hadn't noticed that the light had gone out, but they went off everywhere, including the bathrooms. She would have noticed it, so she's lying. Ava has always wanted to get a cat, but her mom wouldn't allow her to have a pet. So when one day she found a kitten on the street, she brought it home, but kept it a secret. 
She succeeded for two weeks, but one morning she went down to the kitchen. Have you been hiding a cat in your room? Her mother asked. How did she figure it out? Ava is wearing shorts. Her legs are all scratched, and these scratches are what gave her away. During Halloween, all kinds of creatures flooded a little town, blending in with the citizens. Weeks passed, but some of them stayed, pretending to be humans. The town's detective could catch the remaining ones. He's been tracking a vampire, and he has three suspects. All of them only come out at night. Which one of them is the vampire? This guy is pale, but it doesn't necessarily mean that he's a vampire. This guy is wearing a silver chain, so he can't be one. But this guy doesn't have a reflection. This is definitely not a human. Ned works in a club, and his job is to check people's ID cards and not let inside any suspicious people or people below the age of 21. Take a look at these three ID cards and figure out who isn't supposed to enter the club. Okay, here's the first guest for you. What can you say about this man? Don't let him in. The person in the photo is totally different. It's not this guy's ID card. Okay, here's the next one. Keep your eyes wide open. Do you see anything suspicious? She seems fine. Let her in. Okay, the next one. Check it out and make your decision. In or out? Las Vegas is written with a W. It's a typo, which is unacceptable for official documents. This ID must be fake. Here's the next guest for you to examine. What's your verdict? Will you let her in? She seems fine to me. It must be safe to let her in. What about this girl? Is anything off here? She seems fine to me too. Green light. Okay, the last guest. In or out? Look, the woman in the photo has a brown right eye and a green left eye. The real woman has a brown left eye and a green right eye. This is too suspicious. I wouldn't let her in. Amelia is a huge modern art enthusiast, and she wants to take her siblings to a new exhibition. A ticket for one person costs $18. A ticket for two costs $30. And a ticket for three costs $45. If she wants to pay as little as possible, should she invite her two siblings at once or go with each of them separately? 
It's cheaper if the three of them go together. It'll cost $45. If Amelia went with each of them separately, she would have to pay $30 twice, so she'd pay $60 in total. Ellery has a sweet tooth, and every Friday she goes candy shopping for the week. Tonight, she bought chocolate bars, jelly beans, and gummy bears. She has all chocolate bars but two, all packs of jelly beans but four, and all packs of gummy bears but four. How many pieces of each type of sweets did she buy? Chocolate bars are all but two, which means that there are two packs of jelly beans and gummy bears together. So there's one pack of jelly beans and one pack of gummy bears. Chocolate and gummy bears are four together, so there are three chocolate bars. Alu is a fairy living in her magical forest. Every day, she takes the same route for a morning flight to the lake. One Friday, she was flying to the lake when she met some other creatures moving towards her. There were two elves, three fairies, and a gnome. How many creatures were going to the lake that Friday morning? Just Alu. Everyone else was going in the opposite direction. Lily and Della are twin sisters. Both girls failed their history test at school, and their mother made them study all weekend. In the middle of the day, Mrs. McAdams came to check on the girls. Take a look at Lily and Della. Which of them hasn't been studying? Della, the book she's reading isn't a history book. It's physics. She must have grabbed the closest book as soon as she heard her mother's footsteps. A rich lady was booking into one of the best hotels in the city. When she got her key, she noticed that her bags had been stolen. The police interrogated three main suspects. Mr. Collins said, I wouldn't steal anything. I'm rich. I live in the penthouse on the 20th floor. Mrs. Jones said, I've just returned to the hotel. I've been out all day. And Mrs. Smith said, I wouldn't steal anything. I have too much stuff myself. Mr. Collins seems shady. He can't live on the 20th floor because there are only 18 floors in the hotel. Amber participated in a game show and she won. She got three exclusive gifts, a Givenchy purse, Armani sunglasses, and a Porsche. But here's a catch. She is to pick her presents herself by choosing between the original and a replica. You need to help her pick the correct prize. Here are two Givenchy purses. One of them is the original, and the other is a replica. Which one should Amber choose? This one, it has the correct logo, so it must be the original. Now, there are two seemingly identical pairs of sunglasses, but only one of them is the original from Giorgio Armani. Which one? This one, 
with the correct logo. And finally, the Porsche. Let's see if you remember their logo. Yes, this is the one. Great job. A rich lady booked into one of the best hotels in the city. When she got her key, she noticed that her bags had been stolen. Oh no! The police interrogated three main suspects. Mr. Kramer said, I'm going to see my friends now. I've spent the day in my room. Mrs. Harrelson said, I wouldn't steal anything. I'm rich. Mr. Scott said, I've been walking my dog and have just returned. I know nothing about it. Who is the criminal? Have you noticed the sign, no pets allowed, on the hotel door? This hotel has a no pets policy, so Mr. Scott couldn't walk his dog. They wouldn't have checked him in with one. Riley is studying abroad and has a boyfriend her family doesn't know about. Her parents don't approve of dating until she graduates. Riley spent the semester break with her boyfriend on his family's farm, but she told her parents that she had been in New York with her friends. When her mother asked for photos, Riley photoshopped herself into one of her friend's photos. When her mom saw the photos, she understood that Riley had lied. How? Look, Riley is the only person in the photo who doesn't have a reflection in the mirror behind. This is what gave her away. Mrs. Brown is the owner of an apartment building with a no-pet policy. Not even fish are allowed. One night she hears a dog barking on the floor above her apartment. The next day she inspects two apartments upstairs. In which apartment does the dog live? Look, there is a dog leash hanging in this apartment. It must be the one. Even after the tenant with the dog had moved out, Mrs. Brown kept hearing some barking. She thought it was phantom noises, but a week later she decided to check two more apartments. Take a close look at them and try to figure out if a dog leaves one of them. Yes, a dog lives in this apartment. Look, there is a dog hair all over the bed. Jane came home from school, looking forward to eating her favorite waffles she had prepared in this morning. Unfortunately, someone had eaten half of them. Furious, she questioned two people in the house. Her friend and her dad. Both of them were sitting at the kitchen table. Both denied having touched her food. Who lied? Her father lied. Look, there are waffle crumbs in his mustache. Alice participated in a game show and she won three exclusive gifts. A Dolce & Gabbana wallet, a backpack from Dior and a Tesla. But here is a catch. She is to pick her presents herself by choosing between the original and the replica. Can you help her pick the correct prizes? Here are two Dolce & Gabbana wallets. 
One of them is the original, and the other is a replica. Which one should Alice choose? This one, it has the correct logo, so it must be the original. Now look at these seemingly identical backpacks. Only one of them is the original Dior bag. Which one? This one. This logo is correct. And finally, the car. Let's see if you remember the Tesla logo. Yes, this is the one! Great job! Daniela graduated from FBA Academy Yay! and applied for a job at several secret agencies. She got an acceptance letter from one of them, but it didn't contain any instructions. In the end, there was a number. She tried to call it, but it turned out it didn't exist. Take a look at the acceptance letter. Can you help Daniela figure it out? It's a secret message, of course. And figuring it out is one of the tasks. Daniela should pay attention to the highlighted words. Then, from each of them, she should take the letter that corresponds with the number at the bottom of the page. If she does it, she'll see small lake at 11. Daniela got the job, and now she's on her first case. Amelia's cat was stolen, and she asked Daniela to find it. Daniela paid a visit to several neighbors and questioned them. Jake said, I have two dogs, I wouldn't steal a cat. Mike said, I don't like animals, so I'd never get a pet. And Jessica said, I'm not even allowed to have pets in this apartment. Who stole Amelia's cat? Have you noticed a cat house in Mike's apartment? Why does he have it if he doesn't like pets? He must be the catnapper. Another day, another crime. Daniela was following a shoplifter who had stolen an expensive purse from a Louis Vuitton store. Suddenly, the criminal entered the hospital and disappeared into the crowd. Daniela went inside. She saw three visitors. One of them must be the shoplifter pretending to be a patient. Can you tell who it is? It must be this woman. That young woman is pregnant, and this one is wearing high heels, so she wouldn't have been able to run fast. On Monday morning, a big sum of money went missing from the accountant's safe, and Daniela arrived to investigate. She had three suspects. John said, I was in my office all morning, because I needed to do some urgent work. Elizabeth said, I was drinking my morning coffee in the cafeteria and answering emails. And Julia said, I was in my office finishing some tasks I didn't have time to do yesterday. Who should be Daniela's main suspect? Julia, 
she mentioned some tasks left from the day before, but it was Sunday. Danielle was spending her Sunday in a theme park when she heard two people arguing. It turned out they were arguing over the car keys left in the parks lost and found. Both were claiming them. Take a close look at them and decide who the keys really belong to. The guy is blind, so the car keys must belong to this woman. Danielle stayed in the park, and she had to crack some more cases that day. She needs your help, so have a look. Another lost and found item is this iPhone. Who do you think it belongs to? This girl's phone is in her pocket, so the iPhone most likely belongs to the other woman. And the last item is a Louis Vuitton purse. Two girls are claiming it. But who is the rightful owner? Look, the purse has a keychain with the name Ella. It's the name of the girl on the right. At least that's what her name tag says. So the purse must belong to her. Ned works in a club. His job is to check people's ID cards and not to let any suspicious people in. Take a look at these IDs and figure out who isn't supposed to enter the club. So here's the first one. What would you say about this man? Don't let him in. The man was born on the 3rd of February. But this date doesn't even exist. It must be a fake ID. Okay, here's the next candidate. What's your verdict? He seems fine. He can come in. Okay, here's the next guest. In or out? What do you think? She seems fine for me. Okay, next. Look, what is your decision regarding this one? Look, in the picture the woman has a birthmark on her cheek, but in reality she doesn't have any. That's suspicious. Don't let her in. Okay, another one for you. Look, the city isn't specified here, it just says Nevada. It's not what other IDs look like, so this one must be fake. I wouldn't let her in. And what about this girl? Would you let her in? She seems alright. Green light. You're a secret agent undercover. Today, you're gonna visit a small town on a difficult mission. You need to download all the data from computers located on the 60th floor. If everything goes well, you'll get a promotion. Be careful not to make a mistake. The town's on a remote island. 
Your boss gives you a city map with a target marked on it. You suit up in ordinary clothes, take a flash drive, a flashlight, a lighter, a phone, and a flare. You reach the island in a small boat. You get out on the shore and you see three roads marked by signs. There are skyscrapers in the first sign. A hut is in the second one. The third sign has trees in it. Which road will you choose? You need the data stored on the 60th floor. That's why you chose the first road. It leads to skyscrapers. First, you pass through a dense forest and come to a river shore. The town is on the other side. You can't cross the river because of the strong current. Besides, you don't know how deep it is. You see a ruined bridge on your left. There's an old boat on your right, but it's unlikely to help. What will you do? You can't go back. Look, there's a hatch in the grass. It seems to be an underground tunnel passing through the river. You open the hatch and go down. It's dark, quiet, and cold here. You turn on the flashlight and see an empty bottle and a basketball on the ground. You direct the light further and see... Wow! It's a creepy girl with long black hair. She's just staring at you, saying nothing. You're scared, but you're not gonna run. This girl is not real. But how did you know that? The basketball with the bottle casts shadows, but the girl doesn't. She's just a dark memory from your past. You rub your eyes and the girl disappears. You go through an underground tunnel and climb up. Great, you made it into town. You walk down the street and notice that all the people are looking at you. Why do you seem suspicious to them? You've just come out of an underground tunnel. Your clothes and face are pretty dirty, so you're gonna stand out a bit. Everything is fine. You continue your mission. According to the map, you have to pass two more blocks to get to the building. Many people are rushing to work. You see a diner on the corner, a library, a school. Here's a big supermarket. But something is wrong here. Can you tell what it is? There are no cars on the roads. You're approaching the skyscraper. You try to open the door, but it's closed. Take a look around and decide how to get inside. You have three options. A fire escape, a hatch, and find out yourself. The fire escape leads to the window of the second floor, but a guard is standing there. You can use the hatch, but see the steam coming out of it? It's boiling inside. So what about a tire iron? You can use it to break the lock. You're inside. It's very dark here. You turn on the flashlight, but it breaks down. What will you do to light your way? A flame from your lighter isn't enough. Look at the windows. They're all covered with curtains. Just pull them aside and let the light in. Great. You walk through the spacious hall and hear the flapping of wings. You're looking up. Oh no. 
hundreds of bats are flying towards you. You need to hide as fast as possible. There are three elevators ahead. Which one will you choose? The first elevator is on the 25th floor. It will take too long to get down here. The number zero is above the second elevator. The third elevator doesn't show any numbers, so it doesn't work. So, the second elevator it is. You press the button of the second elevator and quickly go inside. You push 60 and lift up. The elevator gets stuck on the 35th floor. The lights turn off. You open the hatch and climb onto the roof. You see two other elevators coming up to you from below. Which one will you jump in? There's a fire in the first elevator. The second one fills with water. What will you choose to survive? You jump into the second elevator. The water rises higher and higher, but the doors open and all the water pours out. You're on the 40th floor. It seems that using elevators is a bad idea. So you decide to climb 20 floors by stairs. You run five floors and smash against the wall made of hardened sand. What will you do? You can't use the elevator. How to get through the obstacle? See the flashing fire safety sensor? Use your lighter to activate it. It's done. The water is splashing out of the ceiling and flooding all floors. It moistens the sand. The wall turns into dirt and melts. You go higher and meet a huge growling lion on the 50th floor. You run away, but then you stop. It seems the lion isn't real. How did you know that? There was a fire alarm. The lion should be wet, but it looks perfectly dry. You come back and see a small box attached to the ceiling. A hologram beam emanates from it. 55 is written on the wall. You have five floors left. You're almost there. You're tired and sweating. You sit down on the steps to rest and fall asleep. You open your eyes a couple of hours later. Get up and realize you're on the ground floor. The number one is on the wall. You look down over the railing and see dozens of stair flights. Then you look up and see the same. How is this possible? You're still on the 55th floor. Someone's just painted one over the numbers. Look, they left a bucket of paint and a brush nearby. You touch the number and feel the fresh paint. You move two floors up and meet two big guards. They block your way and say, Only a smart one can pass, so solve our riddle. A young pirate is sailing to an island. A ship with 20 people on board goes towards him. Each of these people has a talking parrot. Each parrot has feathers of three colors, red, orange, and blue. A flea lives on each blue feather. How many fleas go to the island? None. The pirate is sailing towards the island and the ship approaches him. So it's going the opposite way. The guards scratch their heads and let you pass. You move another two floors up and notice no numbers on the walls. How many floors do you still have to go?
You woke up on the 55th floor. Then you passed two floors and met the guards. And now you've advanced by two more floors. Therefore, you only have one left. You run up the stairs, open the door, and it's locked, of course. You're almost there. What will you do? Use the fire escape outside the window. You're climbing the ladder. Birds are flying by. Don't look down. Don't look down, you're telling yourself. You get to the window and jump inside the building. You take the flash drive out of your pocket, but stop. There's no computers here. You only see a dozen of exercise bikes. What's happening? How to complete the mission? You've climbed the fire escape to the 61st floor. You need to go down one floor. The door heading downstairs is locked. There are no elevators here. You walk between exercise bikes and touch one of them with your hand. Energetic music turns on. All exercise bikes start pedaling. A female voice from the speaker asks everyone to start training. Whoever cheats will have to stay in this room forever. Whoever pedals fast will get what they want. You don't want to stay in that room, but which bike to choose? There's only one bike that doesn't pedal itself. It's on the other end of the room. Get on it! You quickly start pedaling and notice the floor is going down. The harder you work out, the lower you go. Sweat is pouring off you like a stream. You jump off your bike and see a huge computer. You stick the USB into it and copy all the data. The alarm is activated. You can smell the smoke. It's a fire. It comes from the lower floors. The files are copied. You put the USB in your pocket and run to the roof. The building is burning. You don't know what to do. At this moment, the phone rings. Is it done? A voice asks. Yes, but I need help, you answer. We will send an aircraft to you. Just give a signal. The voice says and hangs up. The flames reach the roof. What kind of signal do you need to send? You have a flare, remember? You release the signal rocket in the sky. A few seconds later, a plane appears. It throws a ladder down to you. You jump on it and fly away. Mission complete. Nancy and Mike were going to the Carnival of Riddles, which was scheduled to be in their town during the weekend. It was a very popular carnival that was traveling the country, and everybody was so excited. So, when they arrived, they saw a very long line, and it seemed like they had to wait for many hours to be able to get in. But the ticket salesman left his booth and walked in front of the crowd. He said that he was going to give a riddle to everyone. Since this was the carnival of riddles, those who could answer correctly would be able to get inside earlier than others. The riddle was this. I am the beginning of eternity. I am the end of time and space. I am the start of every end. I am the end of every place. What am I? The answer is the letter E. Nancy and Mike were so happy that they knew the answer and didn't have to wait to get in. But even though they were able to move in front of the line, they still had to pay for the tickets. But they were so expensive. 
The salesman offered them another riddle. If they could answer it, he would give them a 50% discount. I have an X number of candy apples. If I count them by threes, the remainder is two. If I count them by fives, the remainder is three. If I count them by sevens, the remainder is two. How many candy apples do I have? Mike was kind of a genius, so he knew the answer immediately. Do you? The answer is 23. Nancy and Mike were glad to have been able to save some cash to buy snacks. Nancy wanted to get something sweet for herself and her brother, so they went to the candy booth. They had three options to choose from. They could either buy cotton candy, candy cane, or a candy apple. Which one should they pick? Take a closer look at the cotton candy. There's a teeny tiny spider stuck inside. Yikes! And did you notice that little apple worm inside the candy apple? That's never good. So, they should buy the candy cane. Before leaving the candy booth, Mike wanted to get a gumball too. However, when he inserted his coin into the gumball vending machine, he realized that something was strange. Hey. Do you see it too? Look inside the machine carefully. Not everything in there is a gumball. This and that are eggs. How weird is that? After eating their candy, they came upon a tent with a sign that said, Enter if you want to see real magic. They were intrigued, so they decided to walk in. There were three different magicians. The first was holding cards in his hands. Then he made them disappear. The second one also had cards, but he was making them levitate. And the third one put a pen through a card, but the card was unharmed after. Only one of them was capable of real magic and the others were just doing tricks. Can you tell who? Take a closer look at the first magician's sleeves. You can see a corner of the card. He didn't make them disappear, he just hid them. The second magician's cards are attached to a clear thread. You can notice it from where the sunlight hits. So the third one is the real deal. Mike was a fan of all things scary, so he convinced his sister to take the haunted house ride. As their cart moved inside the dark tunnel, they encountered three different monsters along the way. A zombie, a ghost, and a mummy. Little did they know that one of them was a real monster. Can you tell which one? Take a look at the zombie. Its makeup is kind of melting, which means that it must be an actor. As for the mummy, look at his ankle. His skin slightly shows under all that mummy gauze. So he must be a dressed up actor as well. That makes the ghost the real monster. So creepy. Nancy didn't enjoy the haunted house ride. She wanted her next ride to be something relaxing. So she chose the carousel. Mike decided to skip this one to explore the carnival more. They agreed to meet later. When Nancy arrived at the carousel, she saw that all the horse seats were taken, except three. But only one of them looked safe to sit on. Which one is that? 
The second horse mount is cracked. It's not wise to pick that one. And the third horse is slowly moving back and forth even though the carousel is not rotating yet. Its screws must be loose or something. So, she should choose the first one. It's the cutest one anyway. As Nancy was enjoying the carousel, Mike decided to check out the Hall of Mirrors. The information board said that only one person was allowed inside. Mike entered and had so much fun enjoying all the funny reflections of himself on the weird mirrors. But then, suddenly, he screamed with fear. Why is that? Take a closer look at the mirror reflections. One of them doesn't belong to Mike. So, he is apparently not the only one inside, even though the sign said he would be. Mike was so scared of the unexpected reflection. He ran out of the Hall of Mirrors immediately. But as he did, he tripped on a stone and twisted his ankle. So, he decided to visit the first aid tent to get some ice. When he walked in, he saw that the nurse was in panic and in no condition to help him out because there were three pregnant women sitting in front of her, all claiming they were going to give birth now. However, Mike noticed that one of them was lying and faking her pregnancy. Can you tell who? Girl number three is clearly the liar. Take a look at the ultrasound picture in her hand. It has the first girl's name on it. She must have stolen it from her, so she's only pretending to be pregnant. Once the real pregnant ladies left for the hospital, Mike was able to get some ice for his ankle and went to meet his sister. At that moment, they heard an announcement coming from the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, gather up to see the strongest man alive. Don't believe me? I'm not lying. Here he comes. See him with your own eyes. Nancy and Mike wanted to see who this man was, so they joined the crowd. A muscular-looking man entered the stage. He said, I will prove to you how strong I am by breaking this thing with my bare hands. But first, you have to guess what it is. Here is my riddle to you. There was a greenhouse. Inside the greenhouse, there was a white house. Inside the white house, there was a red house. Inside the red house, there were lots of little ones. Nancy knew the answer, so she yelled it out. Can you guess? It's a watermelon, and the strongman was able to break it with his bare hands indeed. So cool! Nancy and Mike were tired, so they decided to call it a day and go home. But before that, they wanted to get a souvenir from the carnival. They picked a beautiful fridge magnet. When they paid for it, the gift shop salesman put three cups upside down on the table and placed their money under one of them. He said he would give their money back and the magnet for free if they could guess which cup had their money after he performed his trick. Watch carefully. Nancy knew where the money was immediately. How about you? It's here. You thought it was under this one, right? Watch it in slow motion again. Do you see the salesman putting the money under that one with a quick hand movement? Nancy noticed that. What a fun day.
During a visit to an antique store, Rachel found a peculiar piece of gold. It turned out that the man who brought it to the shop mentioned it had once belonged to a pirate named Captain Benedict Jameson. He said he had hidden the rest of his treasures on an island. The map was hidden inside a cave that was located on a beach on the same island, but no one has managed to find the treasure yet. Rachel was intrigued, so she called her friend Jeremy and convinced him to set sail there to search for this treasure. After weeks of sailing, they arrived at the island and looked for the cave first. Can you spot it? Here it is. Three different paths within the cave led to the map. Which one should they choose? Notice the blinking eyes of a wild animal waiting for its prey in the shadows of the second path? There is a rather large spider web blocking the third path. That must only mean there's a large spider that made it. So, the safest option is the first path. They arrived at the end of the cave and found three wooden boxes. Each had a different map on it. Only one map will lead them to the treasure. Which map should they choose? The area that the first map shows is surrounded by trees. The second map shows an area surrounded by the ocean. The area on the third map is surrounded by mountains. So, since they're on an island, they should choose the second map. On the back of the treasure map, they found a message written by Captain Benedict himself. Congratulations, traveler. You've picked the correct map. Now you're a step closer to finding the rest of my wealth. But I warn you, the journey ahead won't be simple. You'll have to solve every riddle that I have for you. And only then will you be able to find my treasure. According to the map, they had to enter the forest. Captain Benedict left another riddle on the map about it. My friend will accompany you from here on, but first, you have to find the tree that it lives on. Look for a fruitful palm tree. If you try to bite the fruit I'm talking about, you'll break your teeth, I guarantee. Take a look around. Which tree do you think that the captain is talking about? Some of these trees don't have any fruit at all, so none of them can be the tree the captain mentioned. These trees have bananas on them, but you won't break your teeth if you eat bananas. Then it must be this tree with coconuts, because you'll definitely break your teeth if you try to bite a coconut. When they got closer to the tree, they noticed an engraving on it. It said, Look up and find my friend Jonathan the monkey. Take him with you on your journey, because he knows where I hid the key. Then Rachel and Jeremy looked up and saw three monkeys. Which monkey do you think Jonathan is? Yeah. 
Noticed that the third monkey is holding the same piece of gold as the one Rachel found at the antique store? This guy must have access to the treasure, so he must be Jonathan. Rachel and Jeremy tried taking Jonathan with them, but he refused to even move. How do you think they can convince Jonathan to come with them? Luckily, there's banana trees around, so they should just give him a banana to gain his trust. Jeremy wanted to climb one of the banana trees to pick a banana, but they were all very tall, and it seemed impossible to climb any of them. However, Rachel suddenly burst with excitement after seeing something that would help Jeremy. What did Rachel see? Take a closer look at the trees. One of them has an old rope ladder attached to it. Jeremy can climb up there to get a banana. After Jeremy had picked a banana, Jonathan the monkey got down from the tree to get it. While he was eating his banana, Rachel and Jeremy felt hungry and decided to take a break to eat something too. However, when they reached for the food in their bags, everything was gone. Can you guess what happened? Did you notice something strange as Jeremy was climbing the tree? Let's rewind a bit to show you what happened. The monkeys were stealing all the food from Jeremy and Rachel's bags. Rachel and Jeremy had nothing else to eat other than the bananas off of the trees. But when Jeremy tried to climb up the rope ladder again, the rope broke. Now that they wouldn't be able to pick any bananas, they had to find something else to eat. They walked around and came across a waterfall. Rachel suggested that they catch some fish. Jeremy then caught three different fish, but only one of them was safe to eat. Can you tell which one? They should eat the first fish because the second fish has spikes on it, so it's not suitable to eat. The third fish isn't real, it's electronic. It has small cameras instead of eyes. They fell asleep after eating, trying to figure out where the electronic fish came from. The next morning, when Jeremy woke up, he realized that Rachel was gone. Then they heard a man's voice. Jeremy couldn't figure out where it was coming from, but Jonathan the monkey pointed to the electronic fish. The voice said, I have your friend. Answer this riddle of mine if you want to see your friend again. There's a one-story house in which everything is green. Green walls, green doors, green furniture. What color are the stairs? Since it's only a one-story house, there aren't any stairs in it. Suddenly, the waterfall stopped flowing, and the cave appeared behind it. The voice said, Enter! Inside, an evil scientist was waiting for Jeremy. He said that he was going to give him a chance to save his friend. He took Jeremy to a water tank with three different creatures in it. The scientist said, 
One of these creatures is Rachel, but the other two are not human at all. I will free your friend if you can guess correctly which one she is. Take a closer look at the second creature. There are definitely human legs covered with seaweed. That must be Rachel. The evil scientist set Rachel free, but didn't let them leave the cave just yet. He showed them three gates. If they choose the right one, they'll be free to go. Behind the first gate, hundreds of poisonous snakes are waiting. Behind the second gate, there is a vicious vampire. Behind the third gate, there is a pack of hungry wolves. Which door should they choose? They should choose the second door. It's morning outside. The sun is shining bright and vampires can't survive the sun. After Rachel, Jeremy, and Jonathan got free, they got back on the trail following the map and arrived at the side of a cliff. There were three different bridges in front of them from which they could walk across to the other side. Which bridge should they choose? The wooden bridge looks very old. It won't be able to hold their weight. Even though the metal bridge looks sturdy, it's very narrow and it has no railings. They might lose their balance and fall. So, they should choose the glass bridge. As they continued their journey, they walked into a swamp without noticing and they got stuck in it. There were three ropes hanging from a tree with which they could pull themselves out. Which rope should they choose? The first and the third rope are no ropes at all. One of them is a snake and the other is a tiger's tail. So they should choose the second rope. After they saved themselves from the swamp, they were finally able to make it to the last destination that was marked on the map. There was a trap door in the ground. They had to go through it, but it was locked with a five-letter combination padlock. However, Captain Benedict left a clue on how to unlock it in his notes. And the clue was 3, 8, 5, 19, 20. What do you think it means? Each number represents its respective letter in the alphabet. The third letter of the alphabet is C. The eighth letter is H. The fifth letter is E. The nineteenth letter is S. And the twentieth letter is T. So the passcode is the word CHEST. Once they opened the door, they saw a staircase leading to an underground room. When they entered it, they found three different chests. Only one of them holds the treasure. Which one is it? And you see the ants coming in and out of the first chest carrying small pieces of food? And a sticky, slime-like substance is oozing from the third chest. It must be filled with whatever that is. But there is a golden reflection coming from the second chest. 
That can only mean the gold is in there. They left the room with the treasure chest. However, the chest was locked, and the map didn't have any more notes or directions on it. Jonathan started pulling Rachel's shirt as if he wanted to say something. Then, she remembered Captain Benedict's previous note. My friend Jonathan the monkey knows where I hid the key. So she and Jeremy started following Jonathan. They arrived at a beautiful garden with three statues. Each statue was holding a key. And only one of them would open the treasure chest. Which one should they choose? Take a closer look at the treasure chest. The lock of the chest has a little emerald on it. The first key has a ruby on it. The second key is decorated with an amethyst. And the third key has an emerald on it. Since it matches the lock, this must be the key they should choose. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.